He was once a kid watching people around him express themselves through their arts and gifts. Now, he gets to do the same thing while traveling the world. I hope today's stranger gives you the encouragement to break through whatever self-imposed limitations you have on yourself and just do the damn thing. Hi, I'm Matt Hayes, and this is episode number 29 of Meet a Stranger. It was such a beautiful afternoon at the coffee stand in Old San Juan when stranger number 29 and I sat down for a quick chat. I've seen him around the neighborhood before taking photos of people. He's a street photographer as one of his side hustles. But he's also a performer for a huge theatrical show that you would know just by the name of it that travels around the world. I've always been fascinated with how people become comfortable in their own skin to be able to do what they do. Were they always like that, or did they have to work through shyness or something else? Because putting yourself out there for the world to see isn't always easy. He shared with me his journey, and one word he said really stood out to me. After the interview, I'll tell you which word and why. Take a listen. You are a performer traveling the world, doing some amazing things. Were you always kind of a big performer personality when you were a kid were you always kind of the star or is this something new for you i so i grew up in new york city where i grew up with different people around me this new york city could put yourself into different kinds of circles of people the dancers the the performers the painters anything there's so much stuff going on in new york city i grew up as an only child and i i had a i had to overcome me being that shy kid in the room and I grew up with a lot of older folks, and I was always the guy that, uh, yeah, I was always around older guys, and uh, you know, trying to learn how to talk to girls or how to do certain things. And mm-hmm. so I was never the performer; I was more the observer. Mm. And so, in being the observer, later on, when I gained the confidence to to execute what I've learned with the people that I grew up with, mm-hmm. that's how I started doing what I like, what I wanted to do. You know, mm-hmm. you you learn. You know, being an only child, you don't have a brother or sister. And you're not going to go to your parents to ask them, how do you talk to girls or <laughs> how do you do certain things, you know? And so, yep. yeah, you, you, there's, there becomes a level where there's ice broken and you just got to take a risk and try new things. And that's pretty much what I did. Do you remember the first time you broke that ice and took a real chance? Yes, I tried out for a show years later. I mean, there's, there's different moments in life, right? Like, mm-hmm. But the most recent that, that I think was a great win was me. I, grew, I went to school for social work. First, I went to school for music production. Um, then a, a guy came in and talked about how he's a drummer and, and he only lives off of gigs and he has three kids. And I thought to myself, I want three kids and I want, I'm a drummer. I, I just can't live off of gigs. Um, so I was just like, I can't do this no more. It was just scary for me. And so that's when I transitioned to social work. So I worked with kids and homeless for many years in New York City, um, about seven years. And then from there, I moved on to trying out for a show. Uh, off-Broadway show in New York City. And, uh, yeah, I, what I thought was, to myself, what I thought was, uh, that was a big risk that I took, and, you know, to change careers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I got to do the show, and, and I've been in the show now for seven years. But it was the, one of the hardest things I've ever done, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, taking that risk, breaking the ice, and, you know, just chasing your own happiness is what I really wanted to do. I'm sure you were doing amazing work with your social work and all, but did you not feel happy how are how are you feeling as a human being during that time not doing what you truly want to do not to bash any company or anything like that but i think there comes a moment where things become about the numbers Mm -hmm. and not about the people anymore especially when it comes in in that field of 
of working with people in the streets and kids and homeless and all that stuff. A lot of donors love to hear about numbers and stuff like that. So that's when I got a little discouraged and I was just like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore, you know? And even though I've had many great memories and we did a lot of great work um, and I've got a chance to help a lot of people, not that, you know, I'm glorifying myself or here's, you know, I'm trying to shine a light on myself. But um, I decided that, okay, now this is time. It's time for me to do something for me. Yeah. This is, that was something that I did fresh out of college. And, you know, you got, I got a little older, and I'm like, okay, now I try to figure out what I want to do with my, with my art, with my music, with, with the things that I want to do, you know? So, yeah. so that's kind of how it went down. So now that you're performing, you're doing what you love, you're doing your art, you know, you mentioned before about how you kind of kept hitting, like, these glass ceilings or ceilings and pushing through. What is the next one for you, then? What, what is it you want to do next that you haven't done? I know that what I've noticed in life, for me personally, I've, I've, I've come to the conclusion that what's more valuable than money is time and what you do with your time. And um, I don't want to work a nine-to-five, you know? Yeah. Um, I, thought, I thought that was the route I needed to go because that's what was presented to me. But while you're living in the world, you figure it out and um, you become an entrepreneur. And I should just throw that, that word there loosely. Um, but, yeah, you just want to figure out how you could sell your art. So I'm a photographer when I'm not doing the show. When I'm doing the show, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm making my money. Um, so I don't see a glass ceiling anymore because I get to work for myself. And um, I also get to be a part of a show that I love. And um, I feel respected and they, they love my show. And, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm going to be there for a while. I'm not sure what, how long. Yeah. But I know eventually, I'm, I know you're holding a beautiful dog in your arms right now. <laughs> um, I like to have me a dog. I like to one day have the three kids that that, <laughs> that I talked about earlier. And, you know, just build, build a family, start something, you know. But as of now, I'm just building a nest. I'm still building a nest. I'll be 35 this month. It'll be my birthday. And I get to, you know, continue to do more art. I just want to do more art. And, but as of now, I don't, I don't feel like there's a glass ceiling anymore. If gotcha. anything, I get to just see through it and be okay with that. You said that when you were younger, you were very much an observer, just observing the world. And now you've been able to use that. You started to use that knowledge to help you push through different moments in life. Do you still see yourself as an observer now? And how does that different now that you've kind of pushed through all what you wanted to do? I think I, I am still an observer. Um, that's something that I can't get rid of <laughs> in a way um very I'm always very observant of my surroundings who's around who has a booger who doesn't have a booger um <laughs> do you, wait a minute do i no you're good right now right, good. Thank you. <laughs> um you know stuff like that but uh i think that just becomes a part of you you know you it's good to be that person being being a person from new york you that's what you are anyway you're on a train late at night or you're always looking around you're in cities you know um i'm known to be a city boy and so I'll always be an observer, but um, that doesn't take away from what else I've, I've developed and the other things I've developed in my life as being a performer, you know, being a person that's caring, being a person, you know, stuff, you know, ask who, ask somebody that knows me. They'll tell you who I am. I'm going to say who I am. But yeah, but, um, yeah that's just that's where I'm at. Yeah. The word that really stood out to me, observe, because as adults, we sometimes don't stop and just observe what's going on around us. When we're kids, it's easy to take a look and just take in everything we see in the world, and we have those memories. But as adults, we're so busy just being adults. We sometimes don't stop and just even look at something different. 
You know, like when you're walking down the street or driving around your neighborhood, you're always looking straight ahead and seeing things exactly the same way. But what if we just looked up a little bit, looked at the trees in a different angle, looked up at the sky, at the stars, at the sun, looked up at our whole neighborhood, looked up at areas that we go through every single day and look at it at a different angle. Try to notice it a little differently. I love that feeling when you do that because you can see it differently. It feels new and rejuvenating and maybe there's a new observation you can take from that. What if we did that somehow once a day? Maybe it can help us see the people around us a little differently, our family, our friends, maybe even a situation. How are you gonna try to look at something a little differently today? I'd love to know. Slide into my social media DMs and tell me. Best way to do that, Instagram, at go meet a stranger, or my personal one, at Matt Hayes. I appreciate you taking a minute to meet a stranger today. Until next time, I'm Matt Hayes, onward. Thank you.